Welcome to Mini Mentoring, a weekly bonus episode of This Can't Be That Hard. Every Friday, I share a conversation that I've had with one of you, my amazing listeners, about a problem or issue that's got you stuck in your photography business. We set the timer for 15 minutes and see how much progress we can make. And sometimes 15 minutes is all you need to find clarity or achieve your next breakthrough. If you've got an issue that you'd like to have featured on the show, stick around at the end to find out how to reach out. But for now, let's dive in. Hi, Kate. Hello. (laughs) How are you? It's so fun to have you on a mini mentoring episode. It's so funny because I very much consider you my peer. Hi. Hello, old friend. Old friend, indeed. Yes. Um, Yeah, I'm just sitting here in a winter wonderland looking at all the trees outside my window completely covered in ice. You and I are only a couple hours apart and somehow throughout this whole like polar vortex rain snowstorm, you have been above the freezing line and I have been below the freezing line. So I am looking out my window at what looks like monsoon season. It is just gross outside. The ice is definitely pretty, but I don't love how it impacts my <laughs> work plans oh, gosh. and childcare plans, but I know. it is what it is. We Last night. There's a lot to be grateful for. Yes, indeed. Uh, last night, Judah came in and was like, do you think school's going to be canceled for tomorrow with this, with the, because they were predicting ice, which did not come to pass. It's <laughs> so like, you do school virtually. <laughs> so unless they don't have internet, I think that you're probably stuck. Sorry. Um. I think I should back up and say that I talked to a lot of my peers on these mini mentoring episodes in terms of people who have been in business for a long time and all that sort of stuff. I don't mean to sound like I'm speaking from on high in any way, but um, I always feel like you in particular, Kate, always have a plan for everything. So I'm honored that you would ask for my input on something. Mm. Um, So anyway, I'm going to start the timer and let you tell us all about what you're mulling over. Ready? Let's go. I am having a business identity crisis in that. So I started my business about eight years ago. And at the time when I first started, I um, was working full time in a completely different career and sort of like put together a wedding photography business on the side. And eventually I got busy enough with that, with wedding work, some family stuff and some brand photo work that I could leave my other professional together. So from the early days of my business, I've kind of done a few different things and it's only gotten sort of more uh, multi-directional since. I have a design business I run with my sister. I co-run TFN with you. So I've got, I wear a lot of different hats and the type of client that I serve and the type of work that I do. So I've sort of gotten to this point where I just have, I'm managing too many different brands and I'm trying to consolidate Mm -hmm. in a way that makes sense to my audience and does not really cut out any work that I want to continue doing. Okay. Um, So there's some work that I'm happy to say, I just don't do this anymore and set that aside. But I still very much photograph weddings and families, and I'm trying to do a little bit less of those, but still maintain it and really focus on commercial and editorial work. Mm -hmm. So at the moment I have a wedding photo website and a family photo website. And obviously like within families falls like maternity sessions and newborn. So there's, you know, sections there too. 
Uh, and then I have like katethompsonphoto.com hosts all of my brand, architectural, interiors, commercial work, and some occasional photojournalism work and personal projects as well. So it's kind of all over the place. So my problem is, yeah, how do I organize those sites, consolidate them down into just one or two in a way that makes sense? Um, and as far as I've gotten is, um, I, I, I think that I want to put my wedding work and my family work on one website mm-hmm. and have the like main thread, the continuity piece of both of those be that it's all mostly or all documentary. It'll be all documentary for family, for weddings. Obviously, like it's hard to be 100% documentary because people want portraits, but that's sort of the direction I'm going with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my my other website, I would like to focus on interiors and architectural work, but I'm not sure if that means I should only include that portfolio or if I can, should continue to show like the brand portrait work that I've done and some headshots and product photography and all those other stuff that I'm able to do and very much happy to do, uh, but may confuse maybe an architect who visits my site and says, oh, well, she doesn't really look like she specializes in this area. So I'm going to look for somebody else. Mm -hmm. But in an ideal world, you would want, like if, if the number of clients weren't an issue, your preference would be to do essentially all um, interiors and architectural work for your branding business. Yes, I think so. Okay. So I think everything else that you're saying sounds right to me in terms of like weddings and families are enough of a similar product and enough of a similar audience and overlapping audience that like lots of people have those housed under a single umbrella website. So that's not going to confuse your audience. And it will certainly uh, reduce the amount of like maintenance that you need to do and, um, you know, brand identity stuff that you need to deal with. Um, so I think that's a great idea. And then as far as the branding and commercial work goes, I think that if what you want to be focused on is, arch- you know, let's call them interiors and exteriors. Um, if those are the, the things that you want to work on, do you have any past clients that would fall under an architectural, and I have one specific of your, one of your clients in mind, um, the hotel that you have done a lot of work for, mm-hmm. you have done exteriors and interiors for them, but also a lot of product photography, like mm-hmm. little tablescapes and things like that. Right. Yeah. So what if you were to take, do you have any other clients, um, architectural clients that you have worked with that you have done any product work for hmm. that you can think of? I don't think so. I do have some that I've done sort of like headshots and office space lifestyle photography for more like brand photo work for their business. Okay. Less documenting their clients. Okay. Yeah. Great. So I think what I would suggest is that your portfolio on that website be all architectural in terms of exteriors and interiors. And then you have let's say one or two or three featured client 
uh, links that show sort of a cover image and then you click on it and it opens up a page and it could be a blog post that you put together that gives some like good keywording and things like that, where you talk about your process of working with them. And it demonstrates both visually and through your words that like you are a more complete package than just an architectural photographer. You can also add headshots in, you can also do product work for them. But when someone first lands on your website and is looking at your portfolio and all of your wording and your pricing and all that sort of stuff, that is tailored entirely to architectural exteriors and interiors. So you're not um, you're not confusing your visitors, but then as they start to dive deeper, maybe you're like inspiring them to be like, oh yeah, we could incorporate some of this other stuff that we need to get done, even though we came here because we were searching for um, a very specific kind of work. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about it like that. And I think that's a great way to show it because I think what I'm wanting to avoid is, is like, yeah, like I said earlier, a architect architectural firm approaching my website and saying, she looks like Not she does, curious. she's a jack of all trades instead of whatever, a master at this one craft that I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. I think, um, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's really hard to, you know, there's a lot of like portrait photography that I've done in the last year that I'm super proud of. And it's hard to not put that front and center and be like, mm -hmm. but you're totally right. Like the truth is if I'm not necessarily interested in being hired for that kind of work going forward, then there's no point in putting it front and center. Um, sort of that like, when you talk to everyone, you talk to no one. 100%. <laughs> I mean, it is. And there are so yeah. many great photographers out there these days that like more and more. I remember, and maybe this is just my perception because maybe we all go through this transition over time. But when I was new and I would hear people talk about like, you need to specialize and you need to, um, focus on one particular thing. And at that time I was sort of of the mindset where like, well, I know how to work a camera. What would you like to pay me for? Right. Um, and, and so, you know, over time I've done different versions of, of that and it has sort of slowly whittled itself down. But I do feel like even if I were just starting today, it, that, that like niching down is so much more important just as the market gets more and more full of quality photographers, there are so many out there. So like, if you can be the person who is extremely clear, I know that when I, well, so I was telling you before uh, we hit the record button that I'm in the process of like trying to hire someone and um, I am looking at different agencies and things like that to try and find um a pool of people to, you know, that I can look into. And so many of these agencies are like, we can provide somebody who can do this and we can provide somebody who can do this. And there's like all this, all these options. And it's like, I want one of them to take this advice <laughs> and just get really specific and be like, this is what we do. And if I found the company that was like the missing puzzle piece for me, I'd be like, wonderful, make it easy. Yeah. And then you're hired. Yeah. Anna and I kind of um, learned that lesson with palindrome, which is a 
branding and design firm. When we first opened, it was like, oh, let's just be a collective of all our individual skills. Mm -hmm. But we were very confusing to everybody who came to our site. And ever since it's been probably two years now that we were just like, nope, we do visual identity and brand design. That's it. You know, yes, I do photography and here's my website if you want to check that out later. But like, this is what we do and we specialize in. And we just spoke to that one specific audience. Like our business has taken off since then. I think we're just not as confusing to people as we were before. It is. I mean, (laughs) it's shocking how uh, you can just look around and see that over and over again, all over in all kinds of businesses. So yeah, I think that um, if that's it, I think the hardest part about that is deciding what it is that you want to do, because especially when you are visually inspired by lots of different things, um, it can be really hard to say, I'm going to, and it's not to say that you can't take other work, but like to get really targeted about who you're speaking to, obviously like lots of photographers, you know, can photograph seniors and families and newborns and lifestyle and documentary, like, you know, you could do a lot of those things, but if you put all of that, then it's going to be an unclear message to everyone who visits. So I would say the same is probably true for what you're looking at. Yeah. Can I ask another question about putting weddings and families on the same site? Sure. So how would you suggest, um, I have, speaking of hiring people, I'm in the process of interviewing copywriters to maintain blog blogging for my wedding and family work. How would you suggest navigating those, you know, running a consistent blog with those two very different, I guess they don't have to be very different, but those two themes. Um, so, well, what's your, what's the plan with the blog? I would like to just blog with more frequency and it be a mixture of like sort of advice for my audience and blogging past weddings or sessions. Um, Yeah. So I don't blog anymore, but I thought about it periodically. Like if I were to blog what I would be doing. And I think, um, so back when I was blogging, a lot of it was like, Um, and this family is so sweet and, you know, this funny thing happened and, um, you know, I like to write, so it was, it was kind of a fun exploration, but I did feel like there was a fair amount of repetition and whatever. And I think that when you go one step further and you hire a copywriter to write it, it becomes very challenging probably for them because they're not going to be at that wedding or that family session. So my suggestion might be that you create some kind of questionnaire or an interview series of questions that either you deliver to your clients or that you have your copywriter use to, I mean, it would depend on who the copywriter was and what they were charging you and all that sort of thing, but like to gather information from your, from your clients. Um, I did do a thing for a short period of time where I had several of my portrait clients write blog posts for me and they talked about their experience working with me and um people seemed really excited or some people seemed really excited to do it and um and their pictures were featured alongside their thing and so i had somebody write about like her toddler had a giant temper tantrum during the session 
And I didn't give them any constraints. I just said, you know, write about your thing. Um, and those turned into amazing, uh, you know, it was like, it was the best kind of blog. I didn't have to write it. And it was kind of like a giant long testimonial. So if you could come up with some series of questions to talk to like, you know, after the fact of a wedding, you know, what was your, even if it doesn't have directly to do with photography, um, you know, have them sort of answer a, a few questions and then that could get fleshed out into a blog post that um, it, it might be the very best way that I could think of to do that would be to, um, after a wedding or a portrait session, ask them a few targeted questions about your session or wedding. Because if you know you have like this hilarious picture of like the first kiss because something weird happened or whatever it was, um, and you can have them describe that and then you know you have the pictures to go with it, mm -hmm. um, it could be super compelling, but it's from their perspective. And then they're also much more likely to share that and their friends and family are much more likely to read it and sort of get a kick out of it because it's their story. Um, I don't know, just an idea. I love that. Yeah. Sort of like theme, theme based and questionnaire based. Yeah. Just to keep giving it some like variety because, mm -hmm. um, again, otherwise I feel like it's the hardest part about blogging consistently or any of that sort of thing is just coming up with new ideas. But every one of your wedding and family clients has a story to tell. And a lot of them, you know, are excited to share their story. They just got married. They just had a baby. They, just had a really great photo session or whatever. And I think that anybody who's willing to take the time to do that for you, you know, you compensate them with like a free print credit in the store or something like that. Like mm -hmm. obviously make it, you could, you could gift them a little bit for it, but yeah, for sure. That's great. Cool. Well, that sure was nice chatting with you. Nice chatting with you too. I'm sure I'll talk to you again in the next few days, but um, I hope that was helpful. And call again anytime. Would love to. That's it for this week's mini mentoring session. If you've got a problem or issue in your photography business that you'd like to have featured on the show, go to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash mentoring and use the form to submit your information. I can't wait to hear from you.